Welcome to Kings of the North. We are back for another exciting week. Thank you for joining us. I'm Rob with an H. Joining me this week, as per usual, our expert football panel. First, Professor Pigskin. Uh, sounds like a falcon flew into the clear windows of a U.S. Bank Stadium and broke its stupid falcon neck. Wow. Wow. Strong words already. Also joining us, the beefcake. The light at the end of the tunnel has come. <laughs> One game away, baby. Run the table. Just relax. Let's go. All I'm right. just picturing like Aaron Rodgers as Gandalf saying, like, on the morning of like the sixth week, look to the west. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Aaron Rodgers and Gandalf. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah, that's just the image I had when you said it like that. Sure. Is Aaron Rodgers going to come back as riding Aaron, Aaron Rodgers the White? Riding down the mountain as the sun rises behind him. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, uh, let's get into it. Uh, let's start off with the water cooler. Um, we're going to first talk about uh, the Packers, um, who came a very exciting game, very fun game. Uh, talk about it, Beefcake. Christmas came early in Lambeau this year as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers brought warm weather, easy sacks, and a bevy of awful QB plays to your 13-time world championship. Green Bay Packers. Clay Matthews and Kenny Clark harassed Jameis Winston all day, giving him a taste of his own medicine as the Packers racked up seven sacks on the day. Dean Lowry, defensive lineman from Northwestern, shout out Scott Olstead, was the beneficiary <laughs> of one such sack as he plucked the ball out of the air. He could go all the way! And the big man does his first and hopefully last Lambo leap. <laughs> Rookie running back Jamal Williams looked like Amon Green wearing number 30 and wearing down Gerald McCoy and the Buccaneers front seven while Brett Hundley smoked the Bucks on the read option. Some spread. Finally spelling <laughs> Williams for a snap, Aaron Jones showed his MCL who's boss. Touchdown! Packers 26, Bucks 20. Give me a hell yeah! You um, talk about what you were doing during um, Beefcake. It was, it was a really, I mean, this was one of the most exciting games of the year, no doubt. I went and watched... Uh, the game at a, um, a Packer bar over in Uptown uh, by myself and uh, posted up, you know, in the corner. And yep. all your friends. As, 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 I, as I was talking Put about. Put the vibe. The and let me tell you, they, they all they flocked towards me. I had a yeah. big group of people. We were all you are the yeah. golden rocking God. out at the end, uh, you know. Six you tend beer, to do that. People six beers deep and they you. just kind of come over, yeah. I imagine yeah. it was just like a group of eight people and there was eight empty chairs you sat in the middle and they had to sit around you like they're forced to. You kind of force your way in. I mean, but he interprets it as. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's you're how, talking about. That's no, how I imagine. No, this going. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I, or they saved that spot for him because yeah. they wanted and the, all to he, be. He around. wouldn't move. They said, like, I got the crowd going. They said, like, say that. Will okay. you like move down? And you're like, an owner, so you're like, no, yeah, I got exactly. here first. You know, first man to the ball. Play it as it lies. <laughs> grit, I, grit, I did grit. Like when the. Who was the lineman who scored the uh, the touchdown? Uh, Dean Lowry. I lo they talked about how he had to like look for the lowest part of like, yeah. Lambo <laughs> to do the Lambo leap. Well, after oh. you run sixty plus yards, you know that's a that, be, that's a long way. You know, winded. You, you yeah. winded. Yeah. The, no doubt. the only good part about the Lambo leap is when like big dudes try to do it. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah, those it's, are the best. It's amazing. And then at the end of the the last Lambo leap um, for the game winning touchdown, he literally like they had to like go in and like. 
pluck him out because they had like <laughs> pulled him into the stands. Oh, it was great. I, I love Lambo. Yeah. It's so great. I assume there's multiple people grabbing his dick like the last time we talked oh, yeah. about hey, Lambo on owners, the show. You know, you just, get special privileges. It's despicable. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the reasons that you bought in, isn't yeah. it? Oh. Beefcake. I, I don't know why. Why Why else would you buy it? Yeah. All right. Now, why don't you talk about uh, Beefcake? Talk about, you alluded to it the, at the beginning of the show, the light at the end of the tunnel. Brett Hundley seems to have sort of stemmed the tide, and he's, you know, you've gotten <laughs> some wins out of him. Well, let me tell you, you know, and then that actually leads really well into uh, my first award. Uh, I'm going to put Brett Hundley in the doghouse this week. Ooh. Wow. Um, another up-and-down day for the uh, third-year signal caller. A lot of down. Uh he only threw for 87 yards in the wind, in the wind, excuse me, uh, missing a, a wide open Geronimo Allison on the first drive, and it was just kind of all downhill from there. Um, again, the roller coaster, but if history, uh, you know, if, if you follow history, which I know the professor does, sure, uh, that means next week in Cleveland, he'll throw for like 400 yards and five touchdowns or something like that, because he performs horribly at home and is awesome on the road for some reason. I, I'm proud of you, Beefcake. It's, it's rudimentary stats, but you know what? You're doing the work, and you're showing your work, and I'm proud of you for that. It's a solid like B-plus right it's there. It's elementary. It's elementary, and but we're going to be graduating after this next week oh. because, as you said, bro. Master's class. Uh, on Saturday, <laughs> one number 12 returned to practice for the Green Bay Packers. Wow. He'll be running the scout team in practice this week. Nice. Um, as he's only able to practice at this point, obviously, but... Uh, um, here we go. Who's taking care of that cute State Farm dog now that Aaron Rodgers is back at work? Um, Aaron Rodgers, dog neglector? Question mark? Yeah, it's, it's the, the, it's the, the pound. third. No, it's the third quarterback, uh, Joe Callahan. He's uh, no longer on the practice uh, field. Uh, yep. I thought you were going to say never that mind. That responsibility uh, falls to the Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, 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 it's yeah. like he's, and he's also got to, like, you know, like, do, he's do, do, like, uh, Rookie stuff like he's got to do right. like the laundry and stuff and like go get him food and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, be news. I gotta say, I think like the NFL should start putting like trigger warnings for Vikings fans before these Packer yes. games because watching Brett Hundley is a lot like watching Tavares Jackson or Christian Ponder <laughs> for me. And it just gives Joe me Webb. like yeah, it gives me some really bad flashbacks. It's actually it's kind of tough. It's a little it's a little like PTSD. I don't want to steal any. Any Valier, but it's uh, it's pretty tough. You know, it's pretty tough to watch. One more game. That's all I can say. Uh, I wish. Right. You got the Browns ahead. What a luxury! Yeah. Thank God. What a luxury! I had to be Thank like, God. you know what? Maybe it's next year Ponder will be better. Like, you know, with a solid of offseason development, I had to do that whole thing. You get to be like, well, Rogers is coming back. Yeah, we're good. Oh uh, man. I mean, not that long good for ago, you. you were high on Brett Huntley, and you thought he had potential, but I think he still does. He just needs to be more consistent. Is the ah. is the thing? Because he's he's obviously showed flashes of brilliance. Man, I can just uh, obviously I can just hear my own w- voice in your words right now. <laughs> <laughs> this this makes my heart you know smile. Who has been very consistent though is my beefcake's badass oh. of the week. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the rookie running back again, Jamal Williams. Sure. Um, he gets the award again, 21 carries, 113 yards, and touchdown. Um, he literally took every handoff of the game except for the very last one when he was spelled by his fellow rookie, Aaron Jones. Um, he had a three-yard touchdown where the um, God, the, the, the Buccaneers player got him in like, like five yards behind the line, line mm-hmm. of scrimmage, and he just took him over, basically, mm. took him in. Yeah. Um, it was just one of those where – yeah, if it, I did. I kind of felt like a Vikings fan. It was like, oh, defense and special teams and then running the ball. This is very, very weird. 
But you got the W. NFC and North football. Smash, smash mouth. mouth. Yeah. I mean, blue six, collar. Six yeah. and one. Someone Black won, and blue Somebody division. once told me. That's right. All right. Well, uh, obviously, you must have been very happy and very loud. Oh, it was nice. a blast. I, I got to say that I was actually pretty happy, too. It was, it was nice to see the Packers ruin their draft position with a fluky defensive touchdown to get a win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Just professor's win, always thinking of that angle. Just but, win, baby. But yep. I want to ask you about something, Beefcake. Mm, yes. Because you know who didn't seem to be very happy for much of the game, even though they're in a very tight and competitive game? It's Green Bay Packer fans who are booing the Packers on the field, even though it was a tie game. Wow. Um, it was kind of despicable, honestly. I could, that sort of behavior would never happen at U.S. Bank Stadium. Right. You only boo the team if they're down by like 20. No, you Not only, in a tight game like that. You boo the team when they try to make you do that stupid skull chain. <laughs> well, that's um, me. Uh, no, it, my parents. Oof. So my parents were at the game, and uh, okay, so I Patty was, was booing. Yeah, uh, I was checking with her, and she scolded the, the Packers fans oh. uh, for booing against their own team. Mm-hmm. It's something mm-hmm. that uh, you know, I, I don't understand why any sports fan decides to boo their own team. I think it's despicable, and uh, you're better than that. You know what? I don't believe you. I think I think they were uh, booing, and guess what? I have to say to them. Yeah! Right. I'm sure many so of them were owners. Fired. So you're saying the the, the owners they can relinquish fire other owners? Uh, I'm just saying they should relinquish their ownership stake if they boo the team mm. in a tie game. I'm saying I Z- agree. Ziggy Wilf would never boo the Vikings during a game. So I think the Packers have the most classless owners in the NFL. <laughs> they got the mo- they got the drunkest owners. I'll tell you that much. That's except yeah. for Jerry Jones. Yeah, let's I mean, be honest. I think wow. Jerry Jones is just drunk twenty four seven. That's a photo finish. All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to the Viking side of things. Um, Viking continuing to impress every week. Um, so they travel to Hotlanta this week um, and in kind of a, a grinded out uh, defensive battle. The Vikings were victorious. Beefcake. I mean, Professor. <laughs> it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Go ahead. Well, Rob, this Sunday, the Vikings went down to Georgia. They were looking for a win to steal. They were in a bind after three quarters behind. The enemy crowd was cheering with zeal. Then Zimmer turned his eye to Case Race, whose throwing arm was red hot. And Case glances at his buddy Rudolph and said, Coach, let us show you what we've got. I guess you already know it, but we've scored a touchdown or two. And if they dare, we'll test them in the air and we'll take back the lead for you. Now, Matty is a pretty good QB, and Julio's headed to Honolulu, but I bet in that secondary we'll find a hole and prove we're better than those two. So Case Race tighten up those cleats and, and throw that football hard. Because uh, <coughs> hell's broke loose in Georgia, Fran Tarkington's backyard. And if you win, you clear the road to the Super Bowl, but if you lose, Paul Allen will shout, No! After they no! score a touchdown, Everson said, Well, you're no! pretty good, old son. But take a seat on the bench, my good mensch, and let the defense show you how it's done. Then Anthony Barnes come and run, Matt, run. Boop, boop, biddle, doo, 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 doo. Road's close on Julio. His day was done. Boop, boop, biddle, diddle, 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 doo. Harry the Hitman made the Freeman look slow. Atlanta tried to feel good. Was it good? No. Wow. So, so Case Race tightened up those cleats. And throw that, that football sounded, hard. I like how, without music, it sounds like a, like a nursery rhyme kind of thing. Which yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. That's what this game was. You know, it was a, just a stroll through the nursery for the the Vikings because you know, the the Falcons didn't put up anything towards them. Pathetic I, win. I mean, <laughs> the Falcons tried 
really, really, really hard. <laughs> just they, like you just did. They, <laughs> Do you want a trophy? <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, they have a, one of the best offenses in the league. Are the, uh, but okay. when you step on the field against the Vikings defense, well, I mean, frankly, the, one of the best isn't good enough because I, I would say right here that the Vikings probably had the best defense I've ever watched in purple, including black and purple. Sure. Wow. Including that 2000 Ravens team. Um, it looks like scrubs compared to us. Do you, uh, mm. Professor, do you think that this was a, um, a season-defining win? For the Vikings, a way to basically stake their claim in the NFC. I mean, coupled with an Eagles loss, that puts the Vikings at the number one seed in the NFC playoff race. I mean, numbers don't lie. Number one means, means number one. Like, anyone can tell you that. As a professor <laughs> of numbers, I can tell you that number one means number one. So this is one of many season-defining wins. I mean, you had the win against the Green Bay Packers, which is like helped start the ball rolling. Fluke, fluke win. Um, you had that win against the Rams where you made one of the best teams in the league look terrible. And you had that win against Atlanta, another really great team who looked terrible against you, frankly. Plus, this was our second road game back-to-back. So, I mean, frankly, yes, it was a season-defining win in that it's going to define the fact that we are the eventual Super Bowl champion. Beefcake, I want to uh, quickly uh, get to you. Earlier in the season, when the Vikings were having success, you were of the opinion that they were going to, you know, great midseason team, and then they'd tank in the second half. Sure. But they've had some great quality second half wins. I know. Are you now shifting your expectations that they're going to choke in the playoffs? Yes. Well, that's exactly it. You know, it's it's one of these situations where now the focus becomes mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. We want the, the the Vikings are looking to get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Perfect. Right. Because uh, the Super Bowl is going to be there. You know, if they're home throughout the playoffs, it's going to be even better. You know, missing missing a kick in um, U.S. Bank Stadium <laughs> in front of your home, like your home crowd, like that's just going to be. It's going to be an even sweeter win. You know, win for me personally uh, in the playoffs when it really matters. Well, this is even better for you than potentially. You know, it, the it, stakes will be even higher. I like high stakes. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to me that you're kind of moving the goalposts on your take, which coincidentally is pretty sure why, I'm, why Gary Anderson missed that field goal because the NFL <laughs> conspired against wow. the Vikings and wow. managed to make the goalposts. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Another okay. conspiracy theory. It's still, it's still on the chalkboard at this point. I'm still working on it. Yep. Uh, but initially he said, like, oh, they're going to collapse in the second half. But, uh, you know, the third quarter is over. We're in the fourth quarter of the season. In fact, we're playing better than we ever have. So, uh me thinks there's no collapse coming. I think we're, just, we're picking up. If anything, we're better than we were than than before. Sure, no, we're we're, we're crescendoing still, streaking we, towards the playoffs. You have not yet well. seen us peak. Profe- we are a five-star team, Professor. Let me uh, just ask quickly because we've been keeping tabs on this all season. Uh, does uh, Teddy Bridgewater, barring some sort of injury, does he play this year? This is still Case's team, but you know what? I will say that, but. Case left a crack open in the door but, this week. Did he? He, but, uh, his stat line looks good, but he held onto the ball a lot when he didn't have to. He missed a wide open feeling a couple times. There's, there's always been like this background, this web of cracks in Case's Joe game. Joe Webb. But he's, uh, he's been propped up by an elite group of personnel around him, including two of the best receivers in the league and one of the best offensive lines in the league. So 
But like there are cracks in there, and you know, I don't think Teddy's gonna play unless something big happens. But I just saying, I'm saying like there's, I don't. Know, I saw I saw the term Case Keenum possible MVP candidate today in an article, and I think that was a little, mm-hmm. a, a little ridiculous. Flip flopping. A little ridiculous. You know, like, I, I love Case. He's racing hard. But you know what? Let's talk about the Vikings Z again really quickly. I want to give a couple stats out here, some numbers. Ugh, Get your okay. calculator out, beefcake. Yep. Matt Ryan threw for 174 yards against the Vikings, his lowest total in the last four years. He threw zero touchdowns for the first time in two years, and the Falcons' offense only converted one out of ten third downs. Uh, so is this complete and utter domination of one of the best offenses in the league by the best defense in the league? Um, in fact, the only good throw in the day um, – you know, that was kind of thrown towards a Falcons player was that throw uh, by the ref who threw a flag right in that dude's face. Yeah. That was. Oh, really? Uh, I missed that. Oh. I, I didn't see any of the game. So. Yeah, yeah. An official, like, threw a flag right at, like, threw a flag and it hit, like, a Falcons player in the face. That's awesome. And I like it that. Was super funny. That's cool. And that was the best pass of the day for the Falcons. Um, can I just really <laughs> quick jump in talking about throwing flags? Do you see the. Um, Oh, was it the Chiefs player that threw the flag into the stands because yep. he was pissed about the call? I yeah. love that. I, I think Great. that means the penalty doesn't count. That's There's exactly no what it means. Disrespecting yeah. the, the flag. Disrespecting <laughs> the flag, disrespecting uh, the troops, which he probably, because he probably threw it at a troop. Threw um, it into the troop section. Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, oh. the troops get the front well, rows. That's how it works. He, he was yep. just, no, spin zone. Uh, sorry. Uh, he was just giving a flag, too. The troops because they like flags oh, so much. Sure. So, oh, sure. So he was respecting the troops. Yeah, yeah. Let's think. See, let's think I hadn't it. thought of that. You know, there's there's nuance and, and angles. Penal- and they penalized him for that. So the Ridiculous. NFL is anti-troops. Just yep. No, you just, anti-troops you heard it here league. first, folks. Breaking news. No fun league. No yep. fun league. Anti-troop league. That's right. Everyone, everyone watched the NBA. All right, we are we are now an NBA podcast. Yeah, we should be. Kings of the Northwest Division. Timberwolves, I'm not sure if they're going to qualify for that. but Anyway. Um, so, yeah, fun game. You must have been very satisfied uh, as a um, as a Smashbot football fan, Professor. You must have been very satisfied. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know what was the most satisfying, though? The performance by my teacher's pet, Jarek McKinnon, <laughs> who gets a teacher's pet award for after his first touchdown catch, mm-hmm. doing a little dirty bird action in the back of the end zone, you know, giving a little yeah. shout-out to, to um, Randy and Chris. And, and his hometown. And Cunningham, you know, his tone town, you know, pour one out for Dennis Green up in the sky. That's no. a... They that, didn't acknowledge it. That's a player. That's a, that's a that Norseman who uh, knows his tradition and uh, brought a little revenge down to no, Georgia. No, he was... No, he, see, he knows tradition rooted in Atlanta, I believe, and he was no, no. cheering on his it hometown was, team. With it, it, it was mean-spirited. I could tell. I have a nose for this. You want it to be mean-spirited because you want the Vikings to be sort of have that edge? Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you know what? My dunce cap is just going right on top of all the cheese heads for all those booing fans at Lambeau Field. What is That's this? not even part Where's of your <laughs> game. You can't do that. He can do whatever he wants. Hey, uh, it's my rules. Hey, you know what? When you beat one of the best teams in the league so thoroughly, there's no dunce caps to give to your own team. You have to be creative. It's hard. Okay. It's really hard. All right. Then you wouldn't I'm know putting, what it's like. Then I'm putting uh, all the Vikings fans, owners, and everyone who's part of their <laughs> Stupid organization in the doghouse for that dumb stadium that looks like a sand crawler. <laughs> sand crawlers are awesome. False. Do you see how slow those things move? They're horrible. They serve their function well. They transport droids. Come on. So up there it is. State of the Vikings. We serve our function well transporting droids. 
Yes, thank you. Hosting the Super Bowl, so it better uh, they better they better spruce it up. Better uh, I'm shine, oh, shine all those. She'll uh, be she'll be looking good. Don't worry. <laughs> yep. She'll be looking like C three PO after a nice fresh oil bath. Aha. Well, elsewhere in the NFC North, obviously the Bears and the Lions lost. They are. Yep. Uh, it, they suck. We'll talk about the playoff picture a little bit later on in the uh, a little bit later on the podcast, sure. but uh, not for the Bears. <laughs> Yeah, the Bears. Yeah. Bears are uh, completely out of it. Are they mathematically they are, I, eliminated? I be, I, I'm not sure about mathematically, but they are eliminated from a uh, a will I and like a seeing heart stance. I saw some article that or some uh, tweet or whatever that said the Browns weren't mathematically eliminated, but it was like one in like 14 million. Or something <laughs> like that. Technically, uh, they yeah. could make it kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Bears chance. and the Browns' mathematical chances are much like um, the Polisosis' chances at life. Very bleak. <laughs> Very bleak. <laughs> that. We can all agree there. Yeah, another shot at the Bulls, <laughs> which we enjoy. All right. Um, well, you both must have been very satisfied after this week. Oh, yes. Um, big wins for both both teams, mm-hmm. uh, big consequential wins. Um, and it's fun to go into the season with both teams kind of, you know, this is the part of the season I think I enjoy the most. Yeah, I agree. And, and I also do want to thank the Vikings for uh, helping the Packers wild card chances mm. a little bit this week. Mm. Nice. Um, it's something that we'll be looking at maybe next week as well. Um, hey. So uh, thanks for helping us get in the playoffs. Welcome to the bandwagon. If you want to start rooting for, like, a good team, I'll let you have this little facade of yours and pretend that it's for the, for the Packers playoff chances. But I, I, know, I know the real reason. You're... I can see that purple and gold in you. Oh, I see it in <laughs> that's you. That's funny. You got the spirit of Valhalla oh, that's within. Funny. That's really funny. <laughs> Plenty of room on that bandwagon. Yeah, still. We'll get you doing that skull right. chance soon. Don't worry. Oh, I'd right. rather die. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Stick with us. When we come back, we're going to go to the bar and drink. So come yes. back with us on Kings of the North. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to Kings of the North. Jesus. You guys got to work on opening these on, on cue. As always, uh, this is Rob with an H. We're back. Kings of the North. Here with Professor Pigskin. Um, I'm not drunk. I'm just drinking. Also here with the Beefcake. <sighs> Enjoying hams, as per usual. But. Delicious. Delicious. Um, it's that part of the show where we are going to go to the bar. We're going to go to the bar and uh, we're going to get some wacky and eccentric drinks as we uh, are. Talk up everything to do. has to be zany. I like it. <laughs> All right, this week we are going to start off with the beefcake. Beefcake, mm, thank God. You are going to get your first drink. All right. Um, you know, I'm going to. I know we just uh, uh, beat the Buccaneers. Uh, coming out of Lambeau Field, but mm. I'm going to um, graciously give them a drink, uh, all 53 of them. What a gentleman. Um, I'm going to give them a little cocktail called the Cat Killer. Oh. Um, because I think we can all agree <laughs> that it's time for the Lions to die. Uh. Um, <laughs> let's, they, the Bucks are, oh uh, the Lions are coming to Tampa Bay this week. Uh, it's time for them to just, you know, hand them their seventh win. They've been hanging around way too long as they – are one to do, but it's time to put them in their place out of the playoffs. 
And as a special bonus, I'm going to throw the same cocktail over to the Minnesota Vikings Ooh. because uh, they're playing the Carolina Panthers this yeah. week. So uh-huh. we'll go ahead and uh, kill those cats while you're at it. Kind of thing. Wow. You're not a cat guy, huh? No, I okay. hate cats. I'm a dog. If you're not a dog person, you're wrong. Wow. Okay. Well, um, cats have a certain like, subtlety and nuance no, that they don't. I just don't think. No. Why can't you just like both? Because this is America. Yeah, you is, guys are just always, is, you're always this on. Is, this is who's versus them. Yeah, you know? it's like, I don't, what, what planet are you on? Who is this against? What is this like, yeah, Europe or but something? But who versus? Ugh, get out of here. What a, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Jeez. Sorry, I should. One uh, thing we agree on is how much I should have been more polarizing. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll remember. Participation to, trophy. I'll remember oh, yeah. to. Um, I'll remember to take the extreme side of one argument always. Good. Yeah. Thanks. With that, let's go to the king of that, <laughs> Professor Pigskin. You're going to get your first drink. Yes, the king is in the house. Um, I've got a drink, actually going with the cat theme. It's going to Cam Newton, mm. uh, and. I'm giving him a, a taste of a little beer called Girl Beer, because uh, Cam Newton really needs to learn how to respect women. Uh, oh. You know, and yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's pretty disgusting, the, the, the foul things he says. And I think sometimes to learn these lessons, you need to learn them the hard way. Mm. And luckily for him, the Vikings are coming to town, and they're going to reinforce his lesson hard. So you are encouraging the Vikings to, again, cheat and uh, inflict pain and injury no, no, I'm encouraging the Vikings to teach him a lesson to make him a better person. By injuring him. On behalf of women. I, yes, yes. I'm not saying I disagree with it. I'm just saying I, this is, I want no, no, on the look, record. We're, we're not dirty players. We just play football hard. Yeah. And by playing hard, it dirty sometimes can be. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, just look at Monday night game this week. <laughs> they were playing hard. Yeah, that was, that was a tough-nosed football, all right. We'll get into that later. Oh, man. Yeah, more to come on that. Jeez. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Whatever. Let's go over to the uh, beefcake. Get your second drink. All right, my second drink. Um, I'm going to get a little cocktail uh, for Jamal Williams, uh, the running back again uh, of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, that guy. This is a beast juice cocktail. Mm. Uh, it's Get this. White rum, Mountain Dew Code Red, one of my favorites, <laughs> and Red Bull. Oh, Double red. This wow. guy, red this guy needs to be the bell cow back going forward. And this last game is the most important of all. It's time to feed the beast, let him out of its cage. That's going to set up everything the offense wants to do. And, uh, again, just get through this last game, and who knows what will happen. Who knows? Who knows? It's wide open. That's yeah. the beauty of football. But in this game, feed him. I'm talking 30-plus carries. Let's go. Mm-hmm. He needs that energy. He needs the energy. He needs the rock. And, and unleash the beast. The yeah. energy that only uh, Red Bull and Code Red can combine. And ru- and, and it's and a rum. lethal combination. Yeah. And liquor. Rum. Yeah. yeah. That's, that'll get you going, man. Sure. Put it, in a, put it in a Gatorade bottle. Oh, yeah. Just squirt it in his face between... Uh, yeah, you know, every time out, just yeah. like just having right. chug like. You like instead of the guy it. who's in sort of the guy who goes around with the water bottles, you have like a the guy in like the traditional bartender <laughs> attire who's going around with everything. <laughs> sure, giving yeah. Let's go to the professor now. Your second trick. Uh, you know what? On Sunday after the game, I started mixing up a little drink for the Seattle Seahawks. All right, it doesn't have a name. I'm just making some beer in uh, my bathtub. 
And uh, it's a little homebrew <laughs> for the Seahawks, who, mm. with their big win over Philadelphia, secured home field advantage throughout the playoffs for the Minnesota secured. Vikings. So uh, a little homebrew. We're not going to lose again. So, I mean, we got it. You're just assuming. We're, we're number one. No, I've, I've done the calculations. I've crunched the numbers four and over the last four games. Your 14-2 Minnesota Vikings will have home field advantage throughout the NFL, NFC playoffs. And, in fact, even throughout the entire NFL playoffs because they have the home game in the Super Bowl. It's He's the be worst, amazing. isn't he? Just you wait, Rob. Like, it's, it's all going to set numbers I know, but right now no he's the worst. Bias. It's all worth it. Numbers have no bias. <laughs> so a homebrew to you, uh, Seattle Seahawks, and your stolen, copy-marked um, 12th man nonsense. Wow. Okay. It is nonsense. Yeah, well, actually, it R- is Russell nonsense. Wilson doesn't get one because I assume he doesn't believe in drinking or something. I think he does now. Uh, he's been corrupted okay. by sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once he. No! <laughs> no! All right, moving on. Beefcake, your third drink. All right, my third drink. The the Browns over in Ohio. Uh, get this. It's uh, the 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 cocktail is called the Cleveland Steamer. Mm. It is. Sounds appetizing. Half Bacardi 151. Then we got, in the other half, is vodka, margarita mix, and then at the end you pour more 151 on top and light it on fire. (laughs) Light it on fire, drink it down, because this is a dumpster fire of a team. (laughs) Um, Green Bay is going to be frothing at the mouth this week. Again, one more win against a horrible team opens up everything else. We can just pull this off, which... Dear Lord, if we don't, I don't know how I'll live with myself. <laughs> if you can't beat the, br- the dumpster fire, if you can't of, beat that the, is the Browns. Yeah, you, yeah uh, the Vikings already played them, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they almost in, lost. Foggy London. It was an almost lost. We beat them by a wide margin. From uh, Twickenham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we kicked their asses. So, uh, yes, Cleveland steamer to in <laughs> Cleveland. Get the fire extinguisher ready because there's going to be a lot of – there's oh, a – yeah. The fire will uh, fire will rage. <laughs> fire will rage next week. All right, Professor, get your next. Well, here's the thing, uh, Rob, with an Asian beefcake, is that a little tradition that I've studied about people from Cleveland is that they never order one drink at a time. Because mm, when you live in the armpit of America like they do, you need two a drink in both hands to get through it. So I'm going to kindly oblige and send them a second drink. Ooh, a little wow. cocktail for the people of Cleveland to have in their other hand while they're drinking your Steve- Cleveland steamer. Mine's a bit more delicious. That's though, on fire. <laughs> because my cocktail is the Sweet Taste of Victory cocktail. Mm. Uh, a little bourbon, a little liqueur, a little vanilla syrup, some bitters. Uh, going down their way because they'll finally be enjoying the Sweet Taste of Victory for the first time this season as they get their first and only win of the year against the hapless, pathetic, Green Bay Packers. Let's go Browns. Rob, um, I just want to let you know that this is the beginning of the beef or of the uh, the professor starting to get a little scared because now he's rooting for the Browns, which is like wow, the, it's the so lowest un- of the low. You so can uncharacteristic. Get. It's about as bad as it gets. I just um, I'm just really looking forward to next week when you, you think they're due. What happened? It's, I'm gonna be the last. I'm going to spend an hour and a half just laughing on the podcast. It's not, that's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to laugh the whole time. I thought the generals were due. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, no, but I mean, the professor's obviously terrified at what might happen if the Packers sneak into the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers, and that's kind of goes into my final drink of the night. Um, I'm going to get a Peace Beer Golden Arm for the Green Bay Packers um, because we are set up for the Golden Arm to return. He's going to be a practice this week, as I mentioned earlier. Um, he'll be running the scout team, and uh, the pack again. Packers win. He gets back uh, under center against Carolina Panthers, and um, I see a ten and six finish uh, if that happens here. <laughs> Sneaking into the playoffs, uh, being a team that nobody wants to play with all the momentum in the world. Can you? Yeah, I mean, with and the defense is playing decently now, and uh, we got a running game going. Who oh, knows what'll happen? Wow, you you defense stopped the Buccaneers. <laughs> Hopefully nice by then job. you're. Hopefully by then your fans will not be booing your team at home. <laughs> oh, you'll see. Uh, Fairweather fans. I told you, didn't, did I not tell you early in the podcast, early, several episodes ago, that Packer fans are all Fairweather fans? Every fan is did a that, fair weather did fan. Did that not look prove at, it? I mean, oh, no, not, not, not here in oh. Minneapolis. We have <laughs> oh my <we're>, God. <laughs> we bleed purple and gold. Oh, sure. Mm. Right. Yeah, bleed purple and gold. We except comfort the for land the of ice and snow. Ice and snow, yeah. <laughs> and you know, you just mix that green in there on the, as soon as the uh, as soon as the... Uh, Vikings are out of the playoffs. Those are all border hoppers who came to a greener pastures because Wisconsin. Oh, they came. They is came to greener pastures. Hole. All right. Uh, well played. I set you up for that one. Yes, yes you did. That was kind of the softball, though. I. Yeah, and I knocked it out of the park. Take yeah. advantage of your opportunities. <laughs> well, you've got one more opportunity to drink, Professor. So uh, take advantage right oh, now. I will not miss my shot to drink. Uh. I got one last drink, and going back to beer, you know, beer, beer, liquor, beer, the, the classic combination. Sandwich it. Proven. That's right. And, uh, oh, like I haven't every day. Not every day, just the ones that end with Y. Uh, I'm getting an old friend of beer. Mm, Jesus. By the, our local brewery, indeed. Great beer. A old friend, a little tasty little uh, winter brew. Great beer. We're going to send one down to two individuals, Everson Griffin and Matt Khalil. Uh, Matt Khalil, the Vikings' former left tackle, used to line up against Everson Griffin and practice quite often. They're old friends. Uh, but here's the thing about these two. Everson Griffin's, you know, probably the defensive player of the year, or certainly in the running for it. Uh, one of the best defenders in the league. Just a monster. And Matt Khalil fucking sucks. Uh, and wow. so Everson, <laughs> Everson Griffin didn't, didn't get a sack last week. It's okay. He couldn't get one every game. You know, he's, he's the best, but he's not perfect. Okay, but he's going to be right back on track after meeting up with his old shitty friend, Matt Khalil, on his way to uh, teaching Cam Newton that lesson he so rightly deserves. Wow, okay. I can't argue with that. Matt Khalil does suck. Yeah, he was... Yeah, he did not have a good tenure here, uh, did he? Great use of, like, a number four overall draft pick. Oops. Well... Can't win them all. Well... Now he's, you don't have to worry about him anymore. And now you get a chance I mean, at redemption. You will have to worry about it's, him this week. It's going to be a very cathartic to see Everson just beat him over and over and over again. It's going to feel real good. <laughs> well, uh, I know you like uh, – you're so big into schadenfreude these days. You know, the, like, you love seeing other, other – on your way to the top, you want to you put everyone else down. Go Browns. Yeah, that's right. I, oh, man, he's so delirious with, with fear right now. It's great. And victory, well, frothing. Well, he's uh, at least he's being classy about it, you know. Oh, yeah, always classy. Yeah, act like you've been there, right? <laughs> he hasn't. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, we've been here where the Vikings are, you know, doing well, and 
they end up choking. So we'll see what happens. This year's different. That's what you always say. All right. With that, we are going to uh, exit the bar um, after getting all those. This out, so um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, back. we are going to a very controversial territory that you're not gonna want to miss. So come back with us, Things of the North. Welcome back to Kings of the North. Thank you so much for coming back with us. This is Rob with an H. We're here with the Beefcake and the Professor. I'm getting a little hungry here, Rob. Yeah, we are hungry. After a lot of drinking, you get a little peckish, don't you? Oh, I get very peckish. Mm -hmm. Uh, With that, we're going to venture into... It's that part of the podcast, gentlemen. Certainly. Um, We're going to venture into four-down territory. Um, And this week's four-down territory, uh, this is one of the the most wide open ones that I think we've done. Mm. That is football foods. Ooh. Football foods, gentlemen. There's a lot of them. Oh, wow. There's a whole cornucopia of Let football your mind foods. Wander. And, and so um, we're going to get into it. Um, this is going to be very controversial. I can already tell. A lot of hurt um, feelings coming. By way of rock, paper, scissors tournament of champions, uh, Professor Pigskin has won. I just want um, to point out that on the first throw, I got both of these chowder heads out because I could—I know their tendencies so well from you know the tape and the stats and everything. I've, I've crunched the numbers, I've done the saber metrics, and I got them out in the first throw easily. Well, congratulations—you parlayed that into uh, getting easily. first overall on this fourth down territory. And with so my first kudos. overall pick, I will be taking nacho platters. Oh, yes. Uh, wow. Special shout out to a um, oh friend of the show, Sackmaster. Uh, Sackmaster <laughs> and I, back in our NFL drafting days, uh, our mock drafting days, we'd get together on Saturday. Back when the NFL draft was on Saturday, it was a national holiday. Unlike yeah. Goodell moving it to Thursday nights, like the bastard he is. Ugh, awful. Just, he's the worst human being in the world. No! Right here. no! He was agreeing with me. Um, yeah. That, I inferred that. Yeah, yeah, okay. You, you know what I'm saying. He's saying not, he's not like disagreeing okay. with me. No, anyway, moving on. Uh, Sackmaster and I perfected the art of the nacho platter. And we wouldn't just have, like, ooh, here's some chips and some cheese and some hamburgers and, like, four shreds of lettuce. We had, like, shit like, here's, like, four pounds of chicken and, like, two, three pounds of cheese on top of, like, four bags of Doritos. And it's all on top of a pizza. Um, wow. We made some, like, pornographic, gluttonous. Arteries stopping the nacho platters back in our day. We were the best at it, and there's frankly not a better football food than those nacho platters. Wow. And clearly, you're, you're, uh, never mind. My mouth is watering. Yes. Um, no veggies in sight. Yeah. Just a carnivorous feast. Well, salsa um, and sour that was cream definitely as far as the, I can see. Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised that nachos took the, uh, the number one overall. Uh, I am nacho a little platters. Surprised. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, um, I was the one who took the second place in the Rock, Paper, Scissors. As I predicted. Tournament of Champions. Um, and this one, I felt, was somewhat of the number one overall clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just because it's so, in this day's NFL, it's become kind of synonymous. And that's pizza. Yeah, it's, Ooh. U- it's ubiquitous. Yeah, just there's so many things that have to do with football and pizza. Um, 
especially with, you know, Papa John's. That's the biggest thing for me is when I think of football, I think of Papa John's, really. Yeah, the, the Papa hand hand. is he's front it's and center. That, it's gotten that crazy. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm, okay. So I mean, I'm just going to say pizza. It's a, yeah, no, it's a it's, great, especially when you have a group of people. It's, it's a so great easy. pick. It's a great pick. It was high on my board, too, and I knew it wasn't coming back to me. So yeah. can't argue with pizza. Okay. With that, we're going to move on to the beefcake. You feel – I can already tell uh, that you feel like he seems you've like gotten he's, a steal. He's, he's the incredulous. luckiest I, – this, I can't believe that this <sighs> incredible value has fallen me. Sure, third sure. Overall. I think I know what's coming. Um, oh, do you? Yeah, I'm taking buffalo wings. Yep. I mean, that mm, is yep. – that, that, come on. That, that's – you want to talk about synonymous with football. Yeah. You look it's up at, there. You look at – I mean, look at the entire marketing campaign behind Buffalo Wild Wings – Everything they do is about football. As a professor Drew, of marketing, I can concur with what you're it. saying. I mean, you say football. You claim to be a professor of everything. Most Bring, things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just think Buffalo Wings are the. It's Not like, a if you're, if you're going to have people over for a Super Bowl party or, or football or whatever, wings. That's it. I mean, my, my goodness. I, I mean, geez. beefcake, I can't argue with you. They're number two on my board. I will say, though, that. There's a wings can be a little problematic in that mm. in order to enjoy really good wings, you either have to go to a restaurant so you don't have like the uh, the glory of being on your couch. Did I? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I don't know what I hit. Anyway. Um, and um, <laughs> or you have to make them yourself at home, which can be time consuming and messy. Or you have to make like frozen wings from the grocery store, which are like they're fine. Oh, right. No, they're not. They're, they're gross. But no, they're, they're great, too. you know, so Come like on. they're great, but they involve a level of inconvenience that can be a little iffy sometimes. Since when has football been about convenience? I don't mm. know. I think you're supposed to put in the work in order to reap the benefits. <laughs> Clearly, this guy and his team do not have the grit to take it to a Super Bowl. When's the last time you've like made wings for a football game? He's throwing down the gauntlet. I don't. Make uh, wings. I go out and buy wings. I did. I go to. I go somewhere to watch the game. Uh, I well you put then forth the effort. He makes the scene. Get, yeah, professor. Yeah, you put forth the effort. You're gonna get the rewards. But That's sometimes you want to be works. close to your beer fridge at home, where they have. Uh, but they have beer there too. It's perfect. You, have, you, you know what? Beer. I think we got two different personalities that are clearly at work here. I mean, <sighs> the professor is more the guy to stay in, make his own, uh, his own uh, gourmet cuisine, whereas beefcake. You're a you're a you're a top cat about town. Yeah, oh, I so mean you're you're not you don't have the time to you know preheat the oven and get everything ready. You just want to go out. You want to be seen. You want your food to be brought to you. You want your drinks Clearly. to be made for you. Yes, so absolutely. You might, I, I think you two should just agree to disagree. Anyway, I'm saying you might recall that last year for our Vikings Packers and that football viewing party in which Sam Bradford destroyed the Packers and led the Vikings <sighs> to a victory. Uh, I made wings for that party. By hand, and they're amazing, but they were a lot of horror. You know what? I saying. didn't eat any of them. Be- they're probably not as good as you thought they were. Anyway, I didn't eat any of those wings because I was too busy eating my second. Everyone else got pick. really sick after they ate them. By the way, that's the other thing. That I was too busy eating professor. my second round pick that I made for that party, and that's right. We're talking homemade chili. Oh. Especially for a Sunday night game sure. in the middle of the winter when it's a little, yeah. a little cold out. You've Frozen been like smelling it in the crock pot oh, all along. Oh, you smell in the crock pot. The, the whole little cheese on top and, and some mm. sour cream. I like a nice yeah, little uh, dollop of uh, yeah, a nice dollop of sour sure. cream. Sure, yeah. that makes it all work. And maybe, and I know this might be 
you know, picking a little cheat pick, but throw it over a, a, a hot dog or something. You know, you oh, sure. get some of that going on, too. Like, sure, sure. It's versatile. so versatile. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's you, you right. Dip, dip the chips in it. You, there's so many different things you can do. It's like a slot uh, on ice cream. Can return punts. You know, it can do yeah, it all. You know, why not? Let's go for it. Um, yeah, why not? But, yeah, my second Just pick, chili. Uh, can be used all over. Sure. Crumple some Fritos in it. Nice, yeah. nice pick. Nice all right, pick. good pick. Good pick. All right. Um, oh, oh, so I've got the uh, I've got the second uh, the second pick of the second round here. And now I'm gonna shift my focus more to what you would eat while you're at a game. Okay, sure. Uh, mm. as opposed to like what you would, you know, if you're watching at a bar or if you're at home. Um, and one I think this is just the the ultimate sports food. And that's hot. That's a hot dog. Oh yeah, you know. It, yeah, definitely. Easy to easy to hold. Um, yep. Easy to finish quickly. But you can you can load it up with as much. You know, you can make it as yeah. ridiculous as you want. With, Very you know, customizable with relish and sauerkraut. Great and, for the kids. Great for adult. It's it's yeah. It's just it's unanimous. Extra ketchup perfect. for the polish sausage, of course. Oh yeah. Just, he just <laughs> no, puts no line mustard. after line uh, of ketchup. No mustard. No, no mustard. No, no, no. Just, just ketchup. Just ketchup. <laughs> a ketchup delivery system for him. <laughs> just drown it in ketchup. Oh, he's gonna be so mad. He's gonna be drunk too when he listens <laughs> to this. So. Right. Only if you listen to it on the day with ends with Y. <laughs> just like you. You two have a lot in common. You and... Oh wow. Yeah. Opposite the size of the same I do, coin. I mean that as an insult. All right, so <laughs> hurts, hot dogs are my pick. All right, Professor, get you, you're going to get uh, two straight picks here because it mm. is a snake draft. All right. Uh, for my next pick, I'm going to go with, you know, if you have to go out, wings are a great choice. But another great choice, if you want to be a little more frugal and save all your money for drinking, um, which I think is a pretty wise choice, frankly, is you go with you know, those shitty bars that have, like, you know the popcorn machine in the in the corner, and like a, a box of like peanuts, and you get like shitty, stale, styrofoamy like um, popcorn and peanuts, which are just basically like salt delivery systems. And you just kind of sit there and you drink like a, a pitcher or two of beer by yourself uh, on a table with no one around you, and you eat a bunch of popcorn and eat some peanuts, and it's just like it's pretty great. It's pretty great, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, professor pigskin is choking like. At extreme levels right now with this pick. What? Um, what? That's one of the worst things. We've all done it. Though. Yeah, we've, we've all, all done it. But that's that done one that. of the worst things that I, that's one of the worst picks I've no. ever heard in the history of four down the, territory. That's wow. incredibly horrible. What are you talking about? I, I think you probably could have gotten that in the fourth round. At least. Oh, well, one absolutely. You could have gotten that in the twelfth round of this. Wow. Draft. Here's it's, the thing. I think it's ridiculous. He was. He was. They were. It was high on my board. And I'm going with my board because you know what, my board has a little more value and a little more insight than your two boards. So, One thing that you know, get your uh, players when they're there. You know, uh, I've seen the beefcake in an effort to cut calories. He just uh, has a salt lick. Yeah, you know, just it's cut way, out the yeah. You cut out cut you, out the you cut out all the empty yeah, carbs. No there. peanuts. Yeah. No, no no styrofoam popcorn. Uh, yeah. I'm saying like shitty, like mediocre, like salt delivery vehicles with like cheap domestic beers in the middle of like a VFW in some small town America. What's better than that? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what my next two picks. I, I think a, a gritty guy like you would understand that beefcake. Yeah. Look, what I understand is filling my body with, uh, you know, good food that's going to uh, give me energy throughout the day. Um, something that sticks something to your stomach sticks, a little bit. Yeah, it's going to stick with me. 
Um, certainly not uh, popcorn and peanuts. Okay. Well, you know what? Here's what I'm going for next. Board. I'm going for a little situation where, you know, this happened to me a lot where we, I went to my grandma's when I was a kid growing up to watch football Sunday. You know, you get up in the morning, you sure. go to church, you go to your grandma's house to watch football with your aunts and uncles and your family, and it's just like good, wholesome Americana stuff, all right? Sure. And you get there. But there's a dark side always. And you know what? You went to the 10.30 to 11.30 mass, and so you get there right before kickoff. But guess what? Your grandma and your aunts went early. And so that oh, yeah. we, while you're at church, so they're picking up a little KFC action. Ooh, you got there, that there's big, a good Damn, you got that I had big, KFC on my butt. Oh, I did that too. That's right, baby. Ah, Take it, cross it off. Oh, just that like too. that. All right, you get that big bucket of chicken. You get some mashed potatoes and gravy. Original little, recipe? Oh, is, is there another one? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you get a little coleslaw on the side. You have like one little bite to pretend you ate a vegetable, but you don't really you don't care that much. You hey, get some I corn like on top KFC of it. Coleslaw, dude. And, uh, man, you just load that plate up and pile it mm. high and sit down and watch some Vikings football. <sighs> Doesn't get any Great better pick. than that. Great yeah. pick. <laughs> well, I'm glad I read Going up for seconds. Always but guess what? That popcorn and peanuts is coming that, back to no, bite you. You totally you, redeem you yourself with that At this pick, point, I say. KFC should have been your first overall if you're going to pick Yes, it should have. No, here's what I'm going to say. In is hindsight. That, is that popcorn and peanuts are going to be like the Randy Moss where like, they're going to be really motivated to beat you for passing up on them, and you're going to regret not taking it for years to come. I think you'll see. I'm not sure that's really how it works in four-down territory. No? No. Oh, we don't shit. really see the fruits of our picks, you know. Oh, hey, don't spoil my next pick. Well, let's see. Well, we'll find oh, out, I guess. No. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, so you took a, you took some good picks there. At least you took one good one. pick. Um, what I want to do with this next pick is I'm going to go back to kind of I'm imagining what you would bring to like a Super Bowl party. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, and what I thought I would do is um, I would kind of get your feedback on what you think, uh, and you'll understand when I say it. It's I'm taking seven-layer dip. Oh, okay. <clears throat> sure, yeah. Oh, that's All right. a great pick. But what I like about it is that everyone, it seems sure. like people have a lot of, everyone's seven-layer dip has a little bit different. Ex- that's the best there's part. There's a lot of yeah. similarities, but then there's the differences maybe yeah. when you get to numbers five, it's, six, seven, yeah, six, seven. It's like a, it's a ballpark. So what I thought we could do is we could go through the seven layers. Wow. Ooh, yes. And we could see... Where we agree paint and pic- where it's like, no way, I never did that with my seven layers. Paint, paint a picture, Rob. So um, the first thing I'm going to say, H. the base, I always thought was refried beans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's standard. Yep. We, yeah, we're all there. Okay. Next, we would have cream cheese. Yep. Yep. Yes, yep. I like yep. that. Definitely. Uh, yeah. You could go a little different with it, but I, I think cream cheese it's, is an excellent option. Yeah, and and it's, it's fantastic. Combines things it's not, together. It should be somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah it's not sure. all of them, but it's definitely a, it's and, a big part uh, of it. You know, if you put them in different orders, um, sure. and, but that's, you know, we can agree to disagree on that. Um, the third thing, lettuce. Nice crispy lettuce. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, a, little, you know, a little crunch, crunch to it. Yeah. So now we're at three. The iceberg lettuce, it's like low nutrition, high crunch fat. Yes, yeah, it's that's mostly what you want. water. That's Just what you want. water. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. Fourth. Put some nice diced tomatoes mm-hmm. on top. Yeah, that's in a lot of them. See, I mean, see, the thing is, I'm not a big tomato fan, so I'll, like, pick around it. Or if it wasn't on there, I would be pretty happy about it. But I get that it's, like, for most people, they'll do it. See, tomatoes are a little too healthy for me at this mm, point. Sure. It's, okay. It's um, a problem. Deep fried. Oh, see, now we're now speaking we're my language. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
But but yes, I agree that most... Heavily salted maybe would help a lot. <laughs> yeah. Sure. My ideal one doesn't have them, but I agree that most of them do. Sure. So uh, uh, well, I'll mean, well, Let's get to five, six, seven. You tell me what you would put in place of some of these. All right. Things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, put a little fifth, thin in it. Um, fifth, we're going to put some shredded cheese. Good. Yep. Yes. Have to do it. More fat. Yep. That's, that's easy. Sixth. We're going to put a healthy amount of sour cream on top. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 No arguments. Oh. And seventh, at least in my family, we'd always dice up some jalapenos and oh. kind of drizzle sure. them on top. What a sure. great little extra kick at the end. Right yeah, there. nice little kick there at if, the end. Could I just throw in the idea of replacing the um, uh, tomatoes maybe with, um, uh, what am I thinking here? Olives. Olive, black olives. Black olives, just a little saltier, a uh, little mm. less nutritional value to them. Um, Smart. You know, they're yeah, getting, I, I could get I could get with that. Y- if you want some sort of you know, I get with fruit that. vegetable situation in there, you can Yeah. Can I I don't know how I don't know how this is gonna be received, but I'm gonna go for it. Probably poorly. I think I think beefcake will it. pick this up. I hate it. I know you won't, Rob with an H. But what, you get rid of those tomatoes. What if you do a little, like, kind of seasoned ground of beef on top? See, mm. it, oh, man, you, you're so right. Because there's no, if you want to make a dish Piping better, hot? you just put mm. more meat in it. Right. Like, it really, it works every time. And, and now you're basically you, just like, you have like a taco. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have basically, yeah, you have, taco dip, yeah, basically. It's, it's you have a taco, taco dip, yeah. with cream cheese. So, yeah. like, let's play, you know? Yeah, okay. I mean, let's let's play. You can't go wrong. And, and in fact, if you want to, you can even take the cream cheese out and put, like, guac in. And now you're, oh. you're just, like, full on the situation. Oh, I like that. Replacing the cream cheese This is the beauty of a layer dip is you can start, like, you, you tweak one or two ingredients. And, and now you got, like, steam. It's all totally different. Like, okay. Give you me do, like, like, a pizza one. As in, yeah, that's great. I was going to say, give me 15 minutes, and I'll whip you up, like, a badass, like, <laughs> buffalo chicken one. Ooh. You know, like. After the show. Yeah, it's, like, it's so versatile. And so, like. You can put your own twist on it, but it's, it can be very basic. It's great pick, great pick. Thank Rob. you. Yeah, that Thank is nice. Thank you. Um, something I I always look forward to, especially at Super Bowls. Yeah. Okay. Next pick um, to round off the second round and to begin round three because it's a snake draft. This is my third and fourth. These are my final two. Oh, holy shit! Yep. Every show I miss. We're taking an right. application for new, uh, new hosts, host. so um, you know. Okay. Uh, beefcake here with my final cheap, cheap picks. Um, my third pick, I'm gonna do. Sorry, I'm gonna okay. take um, kind of a hoagie sandwich platter, where you <laughs> can create your own. You know, you've oh. got like mounds of cheese, mounds of cold Ooh. meat. Um, maybe a, yeah, let's see, a little bit of lettuce. Um, when I think of pickles. mounds, I think of like piles as high as your head. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Man. Sure. <laughs> All, all in a big, like, French bread. Burial like, mounds. Uh, yeah. You don't cut French bread thing. Um, pickles are a big part of this for me. Um, and I'm not talking sliced pickles. I'm talking, like, yeah, like those full fears. dill. Yes. No, no. Not oh, even spill. Not even. You want yeah. the real dill. I want the real the full hog. pickles in Hell the yeah. sandwich. So you, when you bite into them, you have to, like, crunch through it. Whoa. Um, That's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, it so is. hoagie or like make your own sandwiches. I think, and those are great. Again, like like you said, when you have a lot of people over for like a Super Bowl party yeah. or something like that, everybody again can make their own, tailor it to what they sure. want. It's low maintenance, just, high just customization. Just throw a bunch of food out there and let people make sandwiches. You can sit out all night like and still that. be good. Yeah, that's, that's a good pick. And then my final pick because I knew it would drop to me. 
Uh, I'm going to go back to... I'm going to take one out of Rob's book and go to the game day experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to take you down to Titletown Lambeau Field. The best food in the park oh, is boy. still pac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big bowl of mac and cheese with either uh, buffalo chicken or brats, like, embedded into the mac and cheese. And let me tell you, on a, on a cold playoff January night... Um, there's few things better sitting in Lambo eating pack of cheese and drinking beer. You know what, Beefcake? I've got to agree with you. Because here's the thing. I went to Lambo once, and I got a Buffalo pack and cheese, and then the Vikings beat the Packers to get, win the division, and it was amazing. I had to give it all up to the pack and cheese. So <laughs> it's all the pack it's and probably the best meal I've had in my life. <laughs> there it is. You yeah. heard it here, folks. The best pick of any four-down territory right there. <laughs> the buffalo chicken pack and cheese that let the Vikings win the playoffs. Go Teddy Bridgewater. I would imagine that the pack and cheese at Lambeau would be sprinkled with like a shredded up uh, whatever you get when you get a DUI. You know, like oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the just the ticket, sh- yeah, the ticket that you get, or you know whatever you whatever paperwork you get when you uh, go to the go to jail. Anyway, that's my poke that's only out. when the Polish sausage goes there. <laughs> yeah, man, Chicago too. It's all over the Midwest. All right, good picks, good picks. That that pack and cheese sounds it's, perfect. It's something else. It's nice. It is nice. You didn't have it. Um, no. I, up, I, I did have it. You did? I did buffalo chicken version. Wow. I I've, had, I've had both the brat and buffalo chicken. There is another one that is just like extra oh. cheese kind okay. of thing. I can't argue with that. And it's okay. Or I guess, no, I haven't had it, so I don't know what it's oh, like, oh. but I want meat in my. Sure, I, I'm with you. You, you want the protein for the yes, game. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I'm with beefcake on this one, you know? All right. This is the title Beefcake. Right. Yeah. All right. My final pick. Um, I'm going to take something that I feel like can apply to both the at-home football experience and the um, and the uh, the stadium watching experience. Okay, great tell. That's pretzels. Oh yeah, love it. Great because I feel like by taking this pick, when you think of eating pretzels at home, you're thinking of you know getting a bag of pretzels and putting them out in a bowl or something, which I like. You know, you got beer and pretzels; it's a classic combination. You know, if you're peckish. It's like we're saying. But you go to the stadium and you can get a big soft pretzel. Oh, now you <laughs> got me. Yeah. You got me now. What a With pick. some nice, That's you know, nice. some. That's some, really nice. You know, depending on which stadium you're at, you might have. Nice Bavarian style ones with you know some nice mustard or if you like nacho cheese, you know whatever you, whatever your uh, your preference. But I, I, I think, think it's a great uh, it's just a delicious thing. That's an awesome two for one. Can day. I can I make a potentially controversial statement? Why do you even ask? <laughs> there, soft pretzels are amazing. They're incredible. You dip it in any number of things. It's the best. Don't say it. Hard out of the bag pretzels are garbage. You're garbage. No, you're popcorn and I hate them. They're so bland and just terrible. And there's there's not says the guy who took popcorn and I mean peanuts and even specify that they were like old and dry and just the popcorn. And you know what? Here's the thing: styrofoam, old, shitty popcorn, still better than goddamn pretzels any day of the week. Wow. Hey, you Times know what though? Pretzels, even soft or hard pretzels, lend themselves well to to some different dips. Oh, sure. You don't think popcorn doesn't? 
You no, it popcorn. falls apart. Have you ever no. dipped popcorn, popcorn in ranch? Doesn't... It's a little, little dabble, do you? Popcorn Whoa, doesn't have sounds... the structural integrity oh, that... to take on oh, a dip. Wrong, just... wrong, this is wrong. Oh, you're... wrong. You are so full of it. Look, think about all types of foods that have different like versions of it, like soft crust and like normal crust <sighs> pizza, or sorry, thin crust and like hand tossed or whatever. You know, there's no bigger disparity between like one type of food and another type of food. It's cousin. It's like it's next of kin. Then, like, the hard pretzel to the soft pretzel. The, the distance of quality between the two is just enormous. Where soft pretzels are elite, all right, it, they're, like, they're, like, in, you know, like the star family, you know, the, the star athlete of the family. And, like, the, the hard pretzel is, like, like the child you're, you're – it's a redheaded stepchild. That, Dad, I mean, you are my bitch lover. <laughs> oh, per- <laughs> could not – well said. <laughs> that was the perfect way of summarizing that right there. Uh, look, if I put pretzels in front of you right now, you would eat them. Hard pretzels, well, you would eat them. I'm drunk, so yeah. Well, <laughs> but okay. I'll be bitter about it. All right, we're going to move on. We knew this would be controversial. God, I, I hate think this. we would get to reach such an impasse on hard pretzels. <laughs> All right. Final pick. <laughs> Professor Pigskin, Ugh. you're riled up. This better be good because it we won't are... Be. Right now, the both of both me and Beefcake. If you mess this up, we are going to absolutely maim you. Uh, here's what I'll say: Is you guys are, get get your voices right. You're gonna hate this pick. Oh. This is there's a very clear pick here for me, and I just uh, I'm not gonna pick it. All right, this is this is an unusual pick. It's a pick very specific to me and to me only, and there's a very specific memory tied to it. So it, it makes sense to me, but you guys are gonna hate this pick. The pick is like. Fresh cubes of pineapple. Jesus Christ. What, like, <laughs> what are we on, like, a, you have some Corona with that or some shit? Like, my, what the? Are you kidding me? Oh. Okay. It, it's not oh. that it's not good. No, uh, I love me some, good, I love pineapple. Don't get me wrong. Like if you like, were at the beach, what would you be? Or, or you know? have that for breakfast or something uh-huh. like that, maybe. But, like. During football? Can I can I offer an explanation that I think No you, I think you actually might enjoy this explanation a little bit, Beefcake. I doubt it, but go on. Because <sighs> it goes back to a very specific time in my life. Um and actually the moment is associated with our button bar. Uh it was This is our stroll down memory lane, by the way. Kind of <laughs> in a way. I don't remember what year it was. Um it was in the early two thousands. And the Vikings started the season off very well and then kind of collapsed a little bit, as they're often want to do, I admit. But they had a chance to get into the playoffs in the last week 17, and they're playing the Cardinals. Yes! Oh, I'm so... I'm I'm down. Let's go. Uh, There it is. Already a preemptive. No! And I'm sure you're all familiar, but they lost in heartbreaking fashion as uh, the Cardinals scored a touchdown... Recovered an onside kick and then threw a last second touchdown to like a super shitty wide receiver. This play allowed to kick the Vikings out of the playoffs. Let the Green Bay Packers into the playoffs, and the Green Bay Packers uh, city council gave this receiver the key to the game. Key to the the, city. The key to the city at the game next Sunday. And the Packers won that game too against Matt Hassel back in the Seahawks. Uh, It was traumatic as hell. It was a really, 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 really hard moment. What does this have to do with pineapple? I'm coming to it. No, leave it on this. This is fine. That day, as at my grandma's again, eating that KSC, but we had someone brought some pineapple that day. And it was one of the first times I had like fresh pineapple, and it was like so goddamn good. 
And I had like, a huge plate of it. And when this play happened and like my life ended, I had like, a plate of pineapple in front of me and I was eating it and I was still kind of delirious from the, how good it was. I remember thinking like, this really sucks, but like, God damn, ease, this, is, this is good. Ease, ease the pain. It eased the pain thing. a lot for me. And ever since that moment, like pineapple has, has this comforting thing where it helps me get over these hard moments. So for me, it's a good football food. See, I'm and surprised I, that you never associated the poor game with pineapple. See, yeah, if I were you, I, I probably would never eat pineapple that, again. I get that Pavlov's dog thing, but it, it was there for me when I needed it. It was, it was a Manuki blanket that I digested and pooped out the next day. Wow. You know, real, uh, real men. I think pineapple real, is good for the digestive. It is, but yeah. you know, real men, you know, they ditch that nookie blanket in uh, in terms for a hard hat and uh, lunch pail. Where's my hands? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Where's your pineapple? Yeah. All right. So there, there's that story. Um, okay. Well, take it um, early. Horrible bit. picks. Well, I, I can't imagine you show up to the Super Bowl with a pineapple. That uh, I mean, that would it's kind of an offbeat pick, I guess. It well, uh, depends on the crowd that you're for our catering to. Bowl episode after the Vikings in the Super Bowl, and we'll see how much pineapple ate that day. <laughs> Got Carmen Miranda over here. <laughs> All right, well, we knew it was going to be a controversial four down territory, and it no doubt did not disappoint. So, no, sir. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, get our bearings when we come back. We are going to uh, we're going to do, take a look ahead. We're going to look ahead to the playoffs. We got the playoff picture ahead that we're going to look at. A special segment here on Kings in the North. Come back with us. We're back on Kings of the North. Hey there. This is Rob with an H. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to be here with you. We're here with Professor Pigskin and also the Beefcake. And we've got a very special segment this week. Um, because, you know what I was thinking about, gentlemen? I was thinking about the old phrase that a picture says a thousand words. Oh, does it ever. And so I think it's appropriate that we look at a picture. We look at the playoff picture, uh-huh. as it were. Podcasts are not visual. We have to say a thousand words to get through this segment. That's there true. It is. Starting now. At least. At least, because... So, so if you're listening at home, start counting. Now. <laughs> All right, Beefcake, we're gonna, I'm going to kick it off to you. Uh, I want you to just break down where everyone's at and uh, just sort of get us started here. All right, so obviously we're going to focus. We're looking at uh, the NFC playoff picture as of today. Um, we are looking at uh, the number one and two seeds are uh, currently the Vikings and Eagles at 10 and 2. Wait, which one's number one again? Um, just Vikings, to clarify, oh. Vikings and Eagles are tied yes, at the top yeah. of the NFC at ten and two. But, but, but if number, the season were to end one? today, who's the season doesn't end today. So, but who would be number one? <laughs> Say it um, for me, baby. Minnesota Save Vikings nice yes. currently hold oh. the tiebreaker over the Eagles, but with four Just games like to that, play. Baby. It's so good. Um, <laughs> the other two division leaders also are tied at nine and three. We have the Rams, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. A surprisingly good team this year. Yeah, and they look the, pretty shitty uh, against us. New Orleans Saints, also at nine and three. We fucked them up bad. Um, God. Peanut the, gallery over here. I, Delicious. I'm trying to, you know, present stale peanut I'm gallery trying to over paint here. A picture, but it's a little tough. But uh, <laughs> nevertheless, I will pursue. Um, rounding out the current uh, playoff picture, we've got in the wild card. We've got both at eight and four: the Seahawks mm-hmm. uh, and the Panthers. Future victim. Um, now, in the hunt, we've got four real teams in the NFC at this point because 
Um, the Washington races have seven losses, so therefore we're just going to say that they are out. They're garbage. By the way, um, the professor just made the eh, wobbly hand motion <laughs> yeah, it when was, you it, mentioned that. It was bad radio. Yeah. Anyway, Terrible. at 7-5, uh, at we have the Atlanta Falcons. Trash. Reeling from a tough loss, tough home loss there. And then three teams at 6-6, six and six, we have uh, the horrendous, awful Dallas Cowboys. Trash. Uh, <laughs> still somehow hanging on. The possibly even worse, Detroit Lions. Super um, trash. Who will be eliminated <laughs> this week. Um, and Jeez. finally, we have your your team and mine. The, the Diamond in uh, the Rough. Diamond in the Rough, the Green Bay Packers. Still live at 6-6. Six and six. Thriving at 6-6. Six Thriving six. at 6-6. Six and six, Ready to go on a, on a playoff run. Ruining their draft position at 6-6. The and likes six. of which have never been oh. seen in the NFC North. Never. Horrible. Um, <laughs> horrible team. <laughs> So, still clearly plenty of teams that are still, uh, you know, vying for playoff position here. Sure. Um, the NFC is, cl- I think we can all agree, the NFC clearly the more intriguing of the two conferences. Certainly. With the AFC just being a bunch of garbage teams and then the Patriots. Sure. I think we'll just stick to the NFC yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, they, they suck. They suck. We'll, we'll get to the NFC garbage. later yeah, on as we get closer anyway. to the playoff garbage. Uh, I've got one question for sure. you, Beefcake. And yes. Let's talk about Green Bay and the playoffs. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like Green Bay has to win out in order to ma- to secure a wild card? Berth? Yeah, I, th- I I think we're at that point. You know, obviously, uh, like I said, with the racist, you know, seven losses will probably – you probably won't make it with a 9-7 and seven record. It's looking right. like 10-6 and six is kind of the – they always say 10 wins is kind of the magic number usually, uh, and I think that's going to be the bare minimum to get into the NFC this year. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, and, if you look at it – there's already four teams with at least nine wins, and the two teams with eight wins. So they're at least yeah. going to get one more. So. Exactly. So so ten's so got ten the, is, the, ten the bare is minimum. The, the number for sure. Um, and then obviously you do need a little bit of help along the way. Uh, hopefully by the Minnesota Vikings, while they uh, streak their way uh, to the top of the rankings, only to plummet harder than ever before. Welcome to the bandwagon. Well, uh, you sort of alluded to what I want to talk about <laughs> next, and that's this week's game sure. because we've got a lot of. Oh. A lot of really consequential huge games, games. Huge because games. this could really shift around this week. Uh, so we've got, just to run down the games that it's we've got amongst the teams that are in the hunt, uh, in the picture. Uh, Vikings-Carolina. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be huge. That's a big game. Um, and what we talked about is maybe maybe the game of the week, uh, Eagles-Rams. Oh, yeah, yeah, Eagles certainly right now at ten and two, Rams at nine and three, vying for playoff that's position a, at this point. That's huge. huge. I mean, the Rams are playing for a first round bye potentially. If they in this win, game. yeah, they leapfrog the Eagles. If yeah, they win. and this the Eagles got to write the course a little bit. And yeah, and tough, feeling. tough clunker. Here's in the thing Seattle. about the Eagles is they haven't played anyone yet. The Vikings have beat a lot of good teams. The Eagles haven't beaten anyone. They beat the uh, they beat the Bears. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a good win. win. Quality win. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. Mitch was, Mitch, was, got, Mitch was like kissing his way. Uh, I mean, we got Saints-Falcons. I mean, obviously, you're going to be rooting for the Saints in that one. I think, I, that's the, I think that's the game of the week on Thursday These night. These matchups are fire. Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night. And I like this. We were uh, we were talking about this a little bit before, uh, before we went on record. The... Uh, Saints and Falcons actually play each other twice within these last four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's still a whole mess of stuff they have to figure out there. Mm-hmm. That's two huge games within the last four weeks of the season. And they're going to be so familiar. After the second game, whoever loses, they're going to know the other team well. They're going to feel bad they lost the team they know well. They're going to say, but they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. <laughs> we'll oh, see, we'll see if we let them off the hook. 
Uh, we got Hawks Jaguars. Which Interesting. Is Interesting tough game. Tough Interesting game. matchup. Two really good defenses. Uh, obviously, the Seahawks have been a great defense for many years uh, against the number one uh, ranked defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Number two in our hearts. Yeah, please. Should be a lot of fun uh, to watch that one. One of the surprise teams of the year, no doubt. Oh, certainly. Tough game for the Hawks. Yeah. yeah no, and go, then, go Jags. I mean, obviously, if we're looking at the Green Bay, I mean, they've got the Browns this week. Sure. I mean, they've got worst team in the NFL. Yep. Um, I mean, Lions, Bucks, that's a battle of the juggernauts yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cowboys, Yikes. Cowboys, Giants. I mean, so all the teams that are vying, all those teams that are kind of looking in, trying to you have got winnable games. They've got winnable games, and then you've got the Falcons against the Saints. And so we've this could shift around quite a bit this week. I mean, yeah, you could easily be looking next week and see the Falcons on the outside looking in if they lose. Yeah, this, this game. could be tough for mm-hmm. them if everyone wins and they lose. Oh, yeah, they're in a world of hurt. They're in a world of hurt. And again, even with the Panthers, I mean, they if they if they lose this one, they're eight and five, and uh, you know, with that puts somebody like Green Bay who goes to Carolina the next week. Only a game behind, they win that, they leapfrog them into the playoff picture. I mean, it's not if the Panthers lose, how bad do they lose? Because they will lose by a lot. Sounds great <laughs> to me. And they will be punished. It's all deadly. You know, it's all deadly. Wow. Okay, well, I think this is a good time maybe to do predictions. I'm loving it. Um, do we want to do predictions for all the games that we mentioned? I think we should. Okay. Sure, yeah, why not? Because I think we should go on the record. Lead us, Rob. So why don't we start off at the top of – let's start off with each other's respective teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start off with Vikings-Panthers uh, this week. Um, let's uh, start off very – I'm really looking forward to this answer. I, I uh, think Professor Picks can go I think ahead. It'll be kind of a hard-fought game in the first half, but the Vikings will write the course, and they're the, they're the superior team. And look at their third road win in a row on the way to a home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Vikings a big W against the Panthers. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, shocking. Yeah, I I think I'm actually going to uh, pick the I'm going to pick the Vikings as well in this game. Smart. Very smart. Um, I think they. To the you want winner. the Vikings to win. This well, game, I. Don't you? <laughs> Yes and no. Obviously, it, it does help the Packers if the Vikings win this game, um, but I do think that they will win. Cam Newton can't. Cam Newton can't handle uh, pressure in his face, and uh, he can only run so much. I don't. I don't like this matchup on paper for mm. the Carolina Panthers. Doing okay. your homework. I like it. Very good. Uh, let's move on to the Packers Browns. Um, professor, come on, be realistic. Here's the thing that you guys are forgetting about: is last week. After like three years of missing football from like a drug suspension, like Josh Gordon came back and immediately like had a huge game mm-hmm. in his first game back. Imagine how well he's going to play in his second game back against a trash ass secondary, <laughs> <laughs> the Green Bay Packers. Josh Gordon leading the Browns to a big upset. Well, upset like not even a well fought game against an equal opponent for the W. <laughs> Wow, okay. Ridiculous. <laughs> Another shocking pick. Um, beefcake, get, get us on track. I, I, the, see this game, I see this game as a little closer maybe than some people think it will be. Uh, I see it as a more of a grind it out, run the ball, um, smash mouth, play some defense type game. But I do think the Packers escape with a 10-point victory. Uh, Mason Crosby makes really clutch Long mm. field goals as well in this one. Is this in Cleveland? I can't remember. It is in Cleveland. Okay. Okay. In the mm. dog pound. In the dog pound. All right, let's move on they're, they're to... Uh, brown mask off. I think this is probably the most intriguing game of the week. Eagles-Rams. 
man. Uh, beef, I'll, I'll, I'll take this one first. Yeah, yeah, um, please. Uh, Eagles, Rams, man. I, I think the Eagles rebound on this one. I really do. I think, uh, you know, obviously they lost in Seattle. Bit of a clunker game for them. Mm-hmm. I think they're better than that. Um, I, th- I think the Eagles win this one. A, a really close game, though. Uh, I think the Eagles' defense forces a turnover to win the game. Uh, I think the Eagles' defense is really good. I don't know if I believe in Carson Wentz yet. I think they've, they've had a soft schedule. And that Rams defense is tough. But you believe in Jared Goff? <laughs> oh, I got him. I, I got him. I, yes. I believe you in got Todd him Gurley. reconsidering. I believe in oh, Todd Gurley. Okay. <laughs> I believe in Todd Gurley. Okay. And I think it's going to be a great game. But I'm going to give the edge to the Rams. I, I think it's they got a little spunk. Game, they got some spunk. Yeah. All right. This very is good. Gonna, this, is, this is a great matchup. Yeah. Let's move on. Another great matchup on Thursday night. Saints Falcons. Oh, Who are you taking? Wow. Let's start off with uh, you, Professor. Uh, Putting you I on mean, the spot. These are both really good teams that the Vikings crushed because the Vikings are superior in every single, single way. So uh, he always manages to find sneak in. I, I have a hard time with caring because they, they're both irrelevant. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to the Falcons. Oh. Um, I think the Saints, I think, I don't believe in that defense. Okay. And I, I think. Oh, no, it's fair. I think Julio Jones and Freeman, after being bottled up against that elite defense, they're looking for a little revenge. Mm. And they're going to get it. Okay. Okay, Beefcake, your pick. Um, I think the better, I, th- I think Alvin Kamara is going, he's playing out of his mind. So, yeah. first, obviously, You're that's a huge You're X factor wrong. in this game. But I think it's going to come down to quarterback play and, uh, one quarterback has won a Super Bowl, one hasn't. I'm taking the Saints. Ooh, Drew Brees yeah. all the way. One choked one away. Wow. Okay. Um, let's go uh let's go Seahawks, Jaguars. Start off with the beefcake. Um uh, Russell Wilson's been playing really well, but that Jaguar he's all he's all that the Seahawks offense has. Yeah. That Jaguars defense is far superior to Jaguars steal it at home. I don't know if I've watched the Jags this year, so it's hard They're for me to say. Excellent. Um, I've seen the Seahawks, and like the defense is kind of banged up. I, I, I got to go Jags, but I just want to say like Russell Wilson is playing so good right now. Like yeah, he really is. He is the whole offense. He's incredible them. right now. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, just do really quick hitters on these last two games: Lions, Bucks, 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 <laughs> Cowboys, Giants. Eli Manning yep. comes back yep. and wins against Eli. the Cowboys. I love it. Heroic return. Tears of <laughs> sadness and tears of joy. <laughs> starts a, he starts a new streak, a yeah. win streak. Ah. <laughs> All I right. Like, oh, never mind. Go on. <laughs> All right. Let's... I can't wait until he goes to Denver. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Fill those big shoes. It was yeah. big brother. All right. He was a pop up Johnson. Uh, Anyway, go on. on. All right. Let's finish things up here. We're going to take a quick break and wrap things up. Uh, Thanks for sticking with us on Kings of the North. Stick with us one more time when we come back. Waking up dead inside of my head will never, never do. There is no man, no medicine to take. Welcome back to Kings of the North. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We're going to wrap things up here. Um... Thank you again for being with us uh, as the season has gone on. We thank you so much for sticking with us. If you haven't yet, you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, let's quick give out some plugs, gentlemen, just to 
get people so that they can you know follow us on the internet if you want to follow the best twitter handle on twitter um you know the one that gives you the real analysis not these as X's opposed to the best twitter handle on instagram yeah <laughs> i mean come on uh follow me at the gb beefcake you know you're gonna find a lot of good analysis about grit and heart and uh the will to win a lot of inspiring stuff yeah none of this x's and o's and numbers i know you don't want to be bogged down with that it's all bullshit follow me all right. Well, on that note, the top 45 uh, handle on Twitter would be at prof, P-R-O-F, pigskin, underscore M-N. Um, it was, there's a lot of, there's a lot of versions taken, okay? I had to deal with it, okay? It's a popular name. Uh, I'm getting plagiarized. Unoriginal. Plagiarized. Uh, prof, pigskin, underscore M-N. Uh, for the best Vikings talk and mostly like me making fun of the beefcake who sucks. By the way, I have 26 followers. Let's get this up to 30, baby. Let's go. Not gonna happen. Come on. I, I we, don't, we I don't the big see. Trio. I don't track how many followers I have. You can't count. Um, counting doesn't matter. Numbers don't matter. It's all about um, you know putting out. It's about what's quality. inside. It's the quality of but, my tweets that I'm putting. But out. if you think the content in this show is good, one, go see a doctor. <laughs> Two, follow us on Twitter because uh, it, it gets even zanier on there. Don't go to a doctor. It's a bunch of liberal bullshit. <laughs> Everything has to be zany. <laughs> professor. If you want to follow me, I'm at uh, RK Yeah. by the way. I don't really tweet that much. These the days. H was silent in the spelling. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was taken, actually. Uh, well, so, I believe it. It's, 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 it's a distinguished name. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us again this uh, week. I'd give um, a quick shout-out to an yeah. anonymous um, friend of the show, um, one of our favorite listeners. Uh, they supplied us with an entire 30 rack of hams. Uh, wow. You know, and that's, we've been getting wasted tonight on that ham. So, you know, shout-out to you. Thank you very much. Thank you, anonymous donor of hams. Mm, yes, delicious. Thank, and I hope that you can uh, anonymously donate more hams. Yeah. And if you like this show and you want us to keep the zany antics going, maybe just give us some beer and let us keep on getting drunk on your dime because you know it's what? true. Academia the show is powered well. on hams. You can call yeah. us. You can call us toll free one eight hundred spank me. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to do the Patreon. <laughs> Jesus, you sure like one, well, not one nine hundred? Uh, I said toll free. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, but I'm just saying like we're not going to do the Patreon thing to you. Beefcake just, doesn't want to make money off of this enterprise. It's just for it ruins, just for him. It ruins the product for me. No Patreon here. No like ads. Just like let's leave some beer on our doorstep or something, and like that'll work. Open, please. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. You're, you're fallen soldiers. We'll, we'll find a home for them. All right. <laughs> well, with we that. respect the truth. Yeah, we, we love vets. Yes. Well, I think that's a good place to end it, you know, <laughs> respecting vets and begging for beer. So with that, um, gentlemen, it's been fun for the beefcake. USA. For the professor. <sighs> Bull, baby. Let's go. This is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us in Kings of the North.
<laughs> it was good. <laughs> you want to do a dead air for a little bit? Oh, yeah, yeah.